Hello. What's up, Internet? Crack a beer. Let's stop. Let's get right to it. Okay. What is, is there... right to it? Well, there's a lot to talk about. There certainly there's... is. What there's... do you want to go with first? So much. Uh, first thing I want to start with is um, all of the respectable news articles are phrasing it uh, this way, which is Microsoft will buy Activision for nearly $70 billion. Uh, I say respectable journalistic news articles because the actual amount is $69 billion. And really? I thought it was like 73. I'm seeing 69. Uh, and... I'm seeing 68.7. Haha, <laughs> take that. Mm, no, <laughs> no. They're just trying to avoid the number. It is. It's 68.7. <laughs> but if you want to round up and get the funny number, you can. I'm sure that's fine. Nice. All right. <laughs> For $69 billion. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah. This was not leaked. This was not discussed prior to it happening. Mm-hmm. You can find people on Twitter and like there are these people um posting stuff on Twitter last week saying, "Come on. You can't buy Activision Blizzard." Way uh, too big. I like it, I would have called yeah, it crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It would be 70 plus billion dollars <laughs> and now nah, then it happened. So hey, nothing is impossible. Do you think recent events with Activision Blizzard have uh tarnished the company? enough that this is actually discounted like it is discounted microsoft's getting a good deal here yeah if you look at the stock price it's down Mm -hmm. uh if you look at activision stock it over the last so it had this big old jump in like 2014 2014, what am i looking at at? what was coming out in 2014 that they got a jump i know right uh 2014 that would have been after cataclysm what was the expansion after cataclysm pandari warlords yeah i think it's pandas yeah like that couldn't have been well received enough for a bump like that no definitely not i don't know what it was Hmm. um anyway where's yeah here it is so it's trading around 90 dollars a share Mm-hmm. over the summer and then mm-hmm. the all the allegations of like sexual harassment and like rape and stuff came out and then it dropped down to $57 a share mm. and then on the announcement of Microsoft buying it we're back up to 82 so <laughs> they did get it at a discount <laughs> fair. fair enough 69 yeah. billion dollars is a discount wow it is yeah, I, I, look, man, it's got the lucrative Candy Crush IP. Everybody that wants that. That is true. Yeah, the only thing that makes Activision more money than like Call of Duty or WoW, probably. Actually, no. I think Hearthstone actually makes more money than WoW with pack openings. But yeah, go. I remember uh, talking to people about Microsoft buying Minecraft for two billion dollars. I'm like, no video game should ever be sold for two billion dollars. Direct quote. Uh, love you, Dad. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> like $69 billion for what they get, like six major titles, seven. So Call of Duty, Duty Candy Crush, Crush wow. Overwatch, WoW, StarCraft. That's six. six. Yeah. I mean, they also get stuff like Crash Bandicoot. Good for them. You know, Heroes right. of the Storm. 
Yeah, which has been effectively killed off. I guess it could be brought back. I don't know. I mean, Call of Duty is huge on its huge. own. Yeah. Like, that's a huge seller. So that makes sense. So, uh, Skylanders, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. I mean, recognizable names, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny. Oh, no, they don't get Destiny. Oh, all right. No. Who owns Destiny? De- uh, Bungie do, but they split from Activision. They, like, bought themselves out of their deal. Right. Right. Oh, right. They get Spyro. Yeah. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Uh, this is this is pretty much it, man. It's Call of Duty. It's mm. oh Sekiro. Oh, they get a Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, developed by From Software and published by Activision. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's. I mean, that's a pretty good title. It's a new one, but I think it's got some promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people seem to like it. Yeah. So from yeah, so from that side, it's not a whole ton, and then obviously the potentially lucrative Blizzard. Uh, IPs, which are mm-hmm. all, I don't know. I just feel like if you can't make money with the Warcraft <laughs> intellectual property, you're probably doing it wrong. <laughs> mm. I mean, Starcraft maybe a little bit less so these days, just because RTS has fallen off the popularity meter. But um, yeah, but I mean, Microsoft just dipped their toe back into that with Age of Empires Four. They have, and I wonder how successful that was. I know it was pretty well received by the AOE community, and a bunch of people from Starcraft went over and started playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. How many copies has AoE4 sold? While you're looking that up, I want to point out something interesting here, which is yeah. Xbox is like, hey, look, we did a thing tweet, and they show the lineup of those six major properties. They all use versions of the logos that are the franchise, but not an individual release. So Overwatch uses like a very plain Overwatch. It's not overwatch 2 even though that is i think tracer from the overwatch 2 build like poster like cover art or whatever. yeah yeah, um, yeah it's starcraft and it's using jimmy rayner's face from the starcraft 2 but it just says starcraft it's admitted the two call of duty shows a notable character but it doesn't say call of duty whatever which one of them that's why i think it's the modern warfare 4 remake diablo is the diablo 2 resurrected edition image but it doesn't say diablo 2 hmm Interesting. It's it just something I noticed that they took the time to remove that from those artworks. Don't know why. Yeah, interesting choices to do it that way. Like, you'd think they would try to push it as, hey, look, we got Diablo 4. Like, that's going to come. It might be an Xbox exclusive now. Who knows? Or we got Overwatch 2. Like, we got all the hot new properties. Like, they're using Sylvanas for World of Warcraft, which... Is that probably because the last expansion was more received than this expansion? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, she's the big bad right now, right? She's getting no, more no. green time than anybody else. The Jailer's the big bad guy, isn't he? I mean... Nah. I watched a video on this the other day about how... <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Jesse Cox. Great guy. But... um he was watching like someone's video about how the jailer is actually not as bad as a villain as people like give him credit for. Like he's actually marginally better, but it was like a 20 minute video and he, he talked about it for 50 minutes while doing like a reaction. And it like, he just did not sell me on the character of the jailer by the end of it. Like you could not pay me to play that expansion now. Right. And that's why I think Sylvanas represents the expansion more than the Jailer does, is because people connect. Either they hate her or they like her, right? Mm. Yeah, but I mean, that most of that's all set up because of uh, Battle for Azeroth, where she was actually important. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is why they're using what that are... image instead of uh, the I don't even version. know. Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. Well, it's just she's kind of like a minion or a pawn or an underling now. Kind of. No, directly. <laughs> I watched the video that told me so. It must be true. It was on the internet. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, she's been taken prisoner. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. Who's the face? Is it maybe Thrall? I think Thrall's maybe Thrall? the closest thing to a face for Warcraft we have. Hmm. Like, he's been around since Warcraft 3. He's all throughout every Warcraft expansion, World of Warcraft expansion. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, but Sylvanas is the same way. Like, she extends back to Warcraft 3 as well and is a pretty big right. character. So, that's an interesting question. Hmm. Hmm. Anywho. Yeah, big. So, everyone's... I don't know. I've seen varying opinions about what Microsoft will do with the Blizzard IP, but mm-hmm. <sighs> nobody knows. They could bury it. Like, we could never hear anything about it again. We could never get another WoW expansion. We could... Mm. You know, never anything with a StarCraft IP. We could get them resurrecting StarCraft Ghost. <laughs> right? That's a possibility. <laughs> I mean, sure. That's that's a possibility, technically speaking, yes. Um, yeah. I'm just saying there's a lot of options here, and nobody seems really confident in what is going to happen with it. That's true. That's true. Um, I hope they may take WoW and make it a console exclusive. Like, I would love to see that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There'd be like... riots. People would Molotov cocktail their headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the, WoW fan, the WoW fans who are still around are serious WoW fans. True. And if that's you true. took that away from them and forced them to buy an Xbox or something, they would try to kill somebody. I'm I mean, not even kidding. Somebody would try to kill someone over this. Probably. What if they said, <laughs> look, we'll, if you've been subbed for more than four months, we'll send you an Xbox to play it on. <laughs> I don't think they'd take it. I mean, they'd be like, thanks for the Xbox, but I really would rather play WoW on my PC that I've been using since 2004, you know? Mm. I mean, Xboxes have, I think, uh, interfaces for mouse and keyboard. Like, you could use mouse and keyboard on Xbox at this point. Right? Fair. Yeah. Maybe. So you just set the box next to your desk and plug a keyboard (laughs) and mouse into it and just pretend it's a PC? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we've talked about this. Anymore, consoles are just PCs, right? Yeah, yeah. They're running their own OSs, but especially for Xbox, it's like Windows and Xbox OS are not incredibly different. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I don't know. I'd still... I don't know. I would still love to see somebody sell the StarCraft IP to Dreamhaven or Frost Giant and be like, here... (laughs) Well, do stuff with it. Like, I, uh, I just don't know that Microsoft is going to care. I mean, here's the thing. They had to buy it for something. And all of, well, most of the games are PC titles, right? Like Candy Crush yeah. and Mobile, sure. Call of Duty is all over consoles itself. So they already had that. So yeah. basically what they, and so is Overwatch, I believe. Like Diablo is on consoles. I don't know. Did Resurrected come out of consoles? I don't know. But I know like I Diablo know. 3 was on Xbox. That's where I played it first. Yeah. And so, PlayStation. Yeah, probably. It was. So, <clears throat> theoretically, they bought this for the PC titles, I would assume, right? Yeah. I mean, they've made a pretty solid commitment to PC gaming over the mm-hmm. last few years that n- yeah. other big names really haven't as much, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's true. So hmm, that's nice. Oh, wow. I don't know. Okay, so WoW doesn't permanently move to Xbox, but I can see it getting a port. 
and it, sure. subscription being included in Game Pass. So you go, hey, Ooh. PC players, you've got all this WoW subscription that you're paying for. Here's all these other PC games you can play now. Yeah. Yeah. They, that'd be interesting. That. Blurring yeah. the lines between PC and console gaming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can totally see that. So it'll be interesting to watch at least. I mean, it's mm-hmm. something... Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure anybody's sad that like Bobby Kotick's getting leaving and... He's not leaving. He is... He is after this whole thing settles down. There was an article about it I saw about two hours ago. I saw one that said that he's not leaving because they would have to pay him $260 million. To... They just spent $70 billion. You think $200 right. million? Microsoft's like, oh, no, not $200 million. Right. They're tapped. They need to wait for the subscription revenue to, like, to come in next month. Right? According to the Wall Street Journal, the Activision CEO is out after the Microsoft deal closes. Done. How, how long does closing take? I don't know. Mm, six months. <laughs> yeah. The article says no, 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 once it closes, anywhere from 12 to 18 months. So he's not out okay. now, but okay. he's definitely not staying with the company for the determinate future. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, if it takes him 18 months, he basically stayed, right? Like that's them just no. waiting. <laughs> yeah. If you have an end date at your job, you're not staying at that job. Everyone has an end date at their job. It's called death. Right, like yeah, if you have a people just don't know the date. Set in stone, whatever, fine. You can say he's staying if you want. If if you like, the lots of people work um, contract work where it's like, all right, I'm going to be hide out for six months because that's when harvest is or whatever. That's what this is. He's basically staying. Like they gave him a temporary contract, but he's staying for a while. Yeah, and that's the point. And he's definitely leaving sometime in the next two years. Sure. Two years is a long ass time. Like it is. It's a long time. It, it, like, why is he staying for two years exactly? Like, do they need for him around? Stability purposes, I'm sure. Mm. Try to wring his mind of any knowledge he has about how the company is run. Like institutional knowledge. I mean, institutional knowledge is a big deal. Like, just <sighs> even just people. Like, okay, this dude, he's got. You know, he needs to be treated this way. This person. We made this deal with them four years ago. You need to honor that. Like, I'm sure there's just a bunch of stuff that he's aware of that they'd like to pick his brain over at least. Mm. Maybe. I mean, not that you need to. There's plenty of acquisitions where the old CEO just bails and the new company's like, we don't care. Right? It's not like you need to do that. How long has he been in this position? The CEO of Activision? Yeah. According to his Wikipedia page, he two thousand and six. Okay, so wow, he's a founder of Activision. Of Activision. (laughs) This has been around forever. In 1990, Kotek and his partner bought a 25% stake in the almost bankrupt App Division. He changed the name back to Activision, fully restructured the company, and refocused the company on video games and became CEO in 1991. <laughs> He's been the CEO of Activision since before you were born. Yeah. Holy crap. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fair enough. I you know, I mean, I guess I understand more why he's got a 200 million buyout clause. Right. He's been around since the dinosaurs walked the earth. 
<laughs> that is ancient computer times. Uh-huh. 91 is crazy old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do, you, do you know the story of how Activision got started? Uh, I think we've talked about it, but I don't remember. Go ahead. Um, Activision was a bunch of ex-Atari game developers. Ah, right, right, right. Uh, made their own company and then called it Activision, so it would be higher in like alphabetical rank to Atari. Than Atari. <laughs> yeah. That's why Apple's named Apple, so it's high up in the uh, alphabetical list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True fact. So, yeah. I mean, okay, I get it. At first, I was like, why does he get a $200 million buyout? That's stupid. But he's been around since 91. He was, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. I get it. Mm-hmm. He's He sucks. I'm not saying he deserves it, but he's been around forever. Oh, I know why they're not buying him out and just, like, firing him now. Obviously, what they want to do is be like, look. We've got all these reports here that say you were told, like you had knowledge of all these harassment cases. You're going to work the janitor for the next 18 months. <laughs> like you've you got to be here at 6 a.m. Here's a bucket and a mop. Get to it. <laughs> I mean, as fun as that would be, there's no way that's happening. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Uh, anyway, yeah, interesting times. I mean, for the StarCraft and Blizzard IP for sure. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting stuff. It is, it is. Let's see. In other news, Attack on Titan is back. I did finally... I, did, I went for the Crunchyroll premium sub for Attack on Titan. Uh, I decided that's worth yeah. it, so I'm caught up. Yeah. How is it? Is it good? The pacing kind of sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, uh... I don't know. We spent a ton of time in the last half of the season, right? The first half of the season, the later episodes, we're all spending it in this town and the big Titan fight and all this stuff's going down, right? We're still there. It's been two episodes into the into this half of the season and we're still fighting in that town. <laughs> it's been like an hour and a half of real time and we've spent, what, seven episodes there now? Mm-hmm. It's not moving very quickly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's fine. It's uh, it's introducing this concept of like maybe Aaron is only pretending to hate us, <laughs> that he's on board with this whole plan to neuter and sterilize all the Eldians, mm. and I'm like, oh, are you guys, you guys in denial, or is that actually a possibility here? Because it's Armin, and he's usually smart, but then I'm like, you have some emotional investment in this concept. <laughs> I don't know if I can trust you, man. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you think about it? I've not seen it. <laughs> I've not even, like, even before oh. this, these episodes came out, I have not caught up. I haven't watched the last season. Oh, all right. Yeah. Fair enough, then. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I saw on Twitter when, like, the final chapter of the manga was released, and I saw parts of the ending, like, not everything, and I have an opinion. <laughs> and I don't want to say um, that opinion. I don't want to tell you if it's good or bad. I mean, I will watch the show at some point to see how they handle things and if they do things differently or better or worse. But I really can't say without being like influencing you in any way. I don't want to do that. Sure. And that's what I've heard. Anybody who's read the manga has an opinion. <laughs> a, uh, and I, I don't know anything beyond that other than people have very strong feelings about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What I have finally watched is the last three episodes of Arcane. Oh, excellent. Okay, yeah. so we got through the whole first season. Uh-huh, yeah. And what is your rating of the show now that you've experienced all of it? I mean, thumbs up, right? Like, 
sure. recommend. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think is it one thumb up or two thumbs up? Nothing gets two thumbs up. <laughs> wow. Nothing gets two thumbs up? No. Holy crap, Somicron. Look, there's always room for improvement. All right. Like, like no, 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 no. Two thumbs up is not, sorry. Two thumbs up is not perfection. Two thumbs uh, up is enthusiastic recommendation. I mean, I would say one thumb is like, I recommend it. Two thumbs is, I well, really one, recommend. One thumb up is enthusiastic recommendation for me. Right. Um, like, nothing okay. ever maxes a scale. Not ever. Like, you get like 9.9 out of 10. You never get a 10. Okay, so you're the opposite of Spinal Tap, where they believe in 11, but you don't think 10 even exists. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 10, 10 is a theoretical place that nothing yeah, is yeah, ever yeah. been to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. So good. So basically as good as it, anything could possibly be. That's a pretty high rating. I, I didn't give it a 9.9. .9. Like I said, that's oh, that's the oh, highest oh. something can get because there's always room for improvement. Mm, um, right. I, I would say the last three episodes have... The most confusing character moments out of everything, like oh. uh, Vi, her entire first arc is uh, her dad being like, "Look, you can't solve everything with your fists," and then <laughs> the, then she's like, "Hey, I just got out of prison. Let's go to the council and try and ask them to make weapons and invade the lane to kill Silas or whatever his name is, um, Silker." Silko. Sorry. Silker, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, hey, remember all that stuff you're learning about? Not just fighting your way out of everything. Yeah, maybe, maybe reflect on that. Oh, hey, hey, Caitlin, we're oil and water, like topsiders and laners. We just don't mix. Hey, I'm gonna go to that mate you know and immediately try and work with him. <laughs> it's like pick a lane, lady. Yeah, I mean, I don't. She can have a parent that tried to knock into her head that punching doesn't solve everything, and have that not stick. I think that's fine. I think that's fine <laughs> if it didn't already appear to stick, right? Like when did it stick? When she tried, when she learned her lesson and tried to hand herself in to uh, appease the the enforcers and whatnot, she was like, "Okay, we can't just go to war with these other people on the other side of the bridge." She learned her lesson. Like that's her pivotal moment in those first three scenes, so, uh, three episodes. Right. Well, no, because then what does she do? She immediately goes to try to free Vander and punches her way through that situation, too. Sure. She didn't learn anything. No, yeah, she, 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 she tried it once. It didn't work. She went back to punching. I think that's mm. fine. No, no. <laughs> I, I, right. think she, I, I think she learned the lesson that large scale punching is bad, but personal punching is fine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think there's a inherently separate views that's fine um and but she does immediately be like blow off caitlin and then it's like look we can't i can't work with people from the top side like it just doesn't work we're oil and water and then she the next thing she does is go find a top side and be like hey make weapons of war for me let's go yeah crack some skulls let's work together let's mix i mean uh so mm. There's like nothing it, explicit here, but the implications are pretty heavy that Vi and Caitlin are into each other romantically. Sure. And absolutely. she wasn't talking about a business relationship there. <laughs> no, she, she wasn't being like, oh, yeah, I don't know that I can look, professionally work with someone who's from Piltover. The, the subtext is all about the romantic relationship. The text is still about business contact, right? It can be both. Okay. It can be both. 
All right. And that just annoyed me. I felt like people holding sure. the ball to get people in places. It's like, how do we convince uh, Iron Man to build one weapon and try it out to have his moment of, like, we need him to kill a kid in the Undercity. How do we do that? I know. Get Caitlyn to talk some sense into him, apparently. How did she find him? You mean uh, Vi. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Vi. How did yeah. Vi find him? I don't know. He was in his private blacksmith. <laughs> like... She just wanders in. There are no guards. Yeah, but also Vi does have the secondary motivation of being pissed off because she thinks that uh, Silco is responsible for the way her sister is now, right? True, yeah. And so she, she, wants, she wants to take down Silco for n- many reasons, not just out of like a sense of sure. these drugs are bad, you know? Sure, but she knows where he is. She can just sure. go to him. Instead, she goes to a place she doesn't know uh, to find a person she's only met once, uh, gets in without issues, and convinces him to do something like, that's antithetical to the core of his belief. Right? Like, he doesn't want to make weapons. He wants to help these people. That's his struggle in these episodes. And she just does it in like two You seconds. don't find her that convincing? <sighs> Not particularly. Okay. I yeah. get that. Like, I mean, even if he, he agreed to make the weapons and send someone to go and do these things. The fact that he joins in is annoying, right? Like we need to get mm. him there. How do we turn a pacifist into a hammer wielding maniac for an, for a minute? <laughs> it's like, oh, have someone he doesn't, he's never met before say like four things to him. Oh, that'll do it. I don't actually remember what she says. Like what arguments does she make? Here's the thing. I watched that episode an hour ago. I couldn't tell you. Hmm. Okay. She Fair basically enough. just is like, "Hey, we can just like cut off his supply of shimmer, and eventually his competitors will move in once he's weakened. Like once we weaken his base, competitors will take advantage of him." And so yeah. That's it. <laughs> like that's their plan. Stop the shimmer, and let someone else worry about it. <laughs> Get rid of Silco. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hmm. "All right, we could try that." Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I said this last time. I find everything with Jace to be the most boring part of the show. <laughs> like, he's not compelling to me under any circumstances. I think Victor's interesting. I think Jace is boring. I mean, I think Jace has the uh, the potential to be interesting, and those were probably his strongest moments, but they didn't make any sense once they got there. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. How about, let's see what else. Uh... Oh, man. Did you think that Jinx had killed Caitlyn at the dinner scene? No. Man, I Caitlyn's a playable did. character. You can't kill her. Yeah, mm. Well, that's the question. How strictly are they adhering to lol lore at this point? And how much will they continue mm. to do so? I don't know. I don't know. I, d- I don't know. So, okay. So, fair enough. So, you were... <laughs> your understanding of League of Legends lore spoiled that moment for you but it's not even an understanding of lore it's just decision making you wouldn't kill off a like a character from the game right like you just i don't but again you know you know that she's a character from the game i didn't know that sure therefore i didn't have that same knowledge i didn't come to the scene with the same thing yeah but i don't think that's lore i think that's just i don't know it's knowledge different. of the game <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like you wouldn't yeah, I don't know. You you wouldn't expect to watch a mas- uh, like a Halo movie and be like, oh, are they gonna kill Master Chief in this battle? He's fighting four grunts and an elite. He might die. Like, yeah, no. no, I get it. Like, you know, you know, he gets out of this fine. 
<laughs> like, there was no one in any real danger except for Silco, though, in that scene. Yeah. Again, if you know who's in League of Legends and who isn't. Sure, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Here's where I'm going to uh, be told that Silco is actually a playable character. So you know? He is not. I did a lot of reading after I watched the show, so I mm-hmm. found all this stuff out later. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, anything you liked? <laughs> um, The fight between Jinx and Echo is fun oh, to watch on the bridge. That's super good. Yeah. yeah. That's easily the best fight scene in the entire thing. Um, but it's pretty short too. That's interesting. Yeah, because I was watching the uh, Vi and Tony Stark with the hammer fight scene in the like the the mine that's the shimmer manufacturer, and I'm like, this is going on too long, right? And, like where he goes crazy and he starts shooting at random people, and like that fight scene just felt too long. But other than that, that was also very good. That like that was satisfying to watch, but just way too long. I think I'm like this scene needs to yeah. be shorter. Um, That's fair. Otherwise, it might have had it. Um, yeah, I mean, hmm. yeah, something that I totally missed. I don't know. I'm not a smart person, but that Echo versus Jinx fight on the bridge—it's mm-hmm. the, the whole nonverbal thing, right? Basically, Echo says, "Hey, let's do this with the rules we use when we did uh, sparring against each other when we were kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this like it's the game we played when we were seven. Mm-hmm. And Jinx immediately picks up on it and goes, all right, let's play. And it changes the whole everything about it. And I just, I don't know. I did you, not get that the first time around because, again, I'm dumb. You didn't get that when the animation just flipped between them being adults and kids? That is correct. And Accurate like, statement. And Jinx is wielding a paintball gun? Yes. Like, you, you missed that, really? Uh-huh. Okay, did you see the scene at the very end where Jinx fires a rocket launcher towards the top sides? I did, did see you, that, yes. Did, did you catch that? I just want to make sure you didn't miss any other key moments. Uh, okay, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't see the scene between Jinx and Echo. I'm saying Fair. I didn't understand Fair. the context. Fair. Uh, all right. <laughs> did you understand the concept? <laughs> context of the rocket launcher? Actually, yeah, go ahead. Uh, actually, no, I don't know if there's anything there. I, <laughs> <laughs> very briefly, uh, on the... Council chambers in the reflection of the mirror, you can see like the Jinx's um, motif of like crazy drawings and stuff. That was pretty cool. Uh, reflecting pretty cool. off of the rocket? No, reflecting off of the the window of the council room, just as it's yeah. about to break the glass. You can see. Oh. I mean, it, it wouldn't light up the entire thing. I think that's the way it okay. looked to me. Yeah, but so they just kind of stylized it. Yeah, which is cool because I like her. Uh, motif or whatever it's called like yeah all that crazy her, drawing and stuff her style her, me too her neon disco stuff yeah it is kind of fun this like janky monkey illustration mm-hmm. is like yeah. her calling card like mm-hmm. vice sees that in prison seven years after she's seen her sister at all and goes crap that's mm-hmm. powder's art style and it's like oh yeah <laughs> i mean that is that is brand right there mm-hmm. yeah Oh, it's brand power. I hear Microsoft's in rumors to, to to buy it out from her for like fourteen billion dollars. <laughs> it's brand new. Right? 
Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's brand recognition right there. I also, what I love about the Echo Jinx fight is at the end, like Echo's pretty sold on the fact that Powder is dead, right? Mm-hmm. That Jinx is not his childhood friend. Mm-hmm. But when he beats her and he's got her on the ground and he's punching her and then he looks at her and she's just, he just sees Powder in there and he's like, crap. Like, I can't. I can't kill her. I can't keep hitting her. Like she's in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then Jinx is like, I'm going to kill both of us. How's that sound? (laughs) I mean, like, what's your interpretation of that? What was she going for there? Uh, Let's like kill both of us kind of a thing. Okay. So she just wants to die because she lost. Like, what are we? Well, I, I don't think she thinks the grenade will kill her. Right. Oh, oh, I think she assumes like, I don't think. I mean, it, it does, except that, yeah. like, super crazy shimmer magic saves her butt, right? Right, right. Like, they have a free scapegoat with shimmer. She's like, oh, she's fine, but she has glowy eyes and can move slightly faster than hour. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, I get that. I think that's supposed to be, like, cementing her as Jinx. But hmm. um, it, it, it's possible that she does, like, she is powder in that moment and then flashes back to jinx like the jinx persona like she's getting the snot beat out of her she just played a childhood game with a friend uh he sees that and stops beating her because like gotta connect those two contexts that he just played a childhood game with a friend uh sees the childhood friend because she recognized the game uh and then she goes back to her jinx persona and is like if my friend is trying to kill me that's it like even the people who once loved me are actively trying to kill me. Like, I haven't just killed the people I love. The ones that are still alive want me dead. So you can't interpret that she's expecting to die from that. But I don't know. Yeah, you know, I agree with that, actually. I think she had a moment of, like, this dude, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that I was very good friends with. We understood each other. We loved each other on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Like he's at a point where he's trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. I have totally screwed everything up, mm-hmm. right? Like Vi just walked away from her mm-hmm. on the bridge. That literally just happened. She mm-hmm. probably feels abandoned by Vi, and then Echo. This happens with Echo, and yeah, I think she's out. I think she's fully intending to die there, mm-hmm. um, just because she doesn't like what she's become. Yeah, I think I think the, the symbolism of that scene is Powder dies there and is reborn as Jinx with the Mad Scientist. Like that's yeah. the the transition is sealed at that point. There's no going back. Yeah, I think you're pretty yeah. right because after she kidnaps Caitlin and and Silco and Vi, <laughs> she has excellent kidnapping power. Um, uh, yeah, and brings him to the dinner. Like, there's not really a moment at that dinner scene where she's powder, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's asking Vi, you know, where she wants, you know, where do you want me to sit? You want me to sit in this? Uh, jinx seat or this powder seat who do you want me to be but i don't think there's any part of her that really is like i can ever be powder again mm-hmm. yeah there's just well, no way and i've seen i've seen people suggest that i think what jinx maybe wanted there was for vi to accept her the way that she is mm-hmm. right instead of continuing to call her powder continuing to try to remind her of her dead family that she killed like mm-hmm. s- smooth move there vi <laughs> uh, instead of acting that way, if I just been like, look, you're my sister. I don't care, you know, what's happened, how you've changed. I love you anyway. Let's figure this out, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, would have been different. Yeah. Yeah. 
I am a little annoyed that um, Echo's like, oh, I've got a sprained leg and Powder's nearly dead. <laughs> right? Like, right. Powder needs a mad scientist. Echo hangs out in a shipping yard for like a day and a half, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, we do go super wide angle on that. Like we pull back from the bridge. Because mm-hmm. the grenade's chattering, we pull back and then it explodes. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Echo had probably Time three or four away. seconds to like even mm-hmm. throw himself off the edge of the bridge, like just trying to get as far away from it as possible as fast Maybe. as he could. Maybe. Yeah. I can... Yeah. I don't know. You're right. Because Jinx is basically on the brink of death and Echo's like, ah, I got a sprained ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. He's like, I need to catch my breath and then I'll ride my skateboard, huh? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah. Yeah. On that good show, I'm like definitely looking forward to the next season. It's on my mm-hmm. to watch list already. Whenever that happens to come out. Six years. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that, honestly. <laughs> um I mean, so my other question is Is the Vi Jinx relationship salvageable? Like, will they ever be on sister terms? No. I don't think so either. I don't think there's a way through that. I mean, like I Jinx basically in one final act honoring Silco launches the rocket that he commissioned for her to build to fulfill his plan mm-hmm. after he dies. Like she is fully acting, acting how he wanted her to act. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Jinx transformation is sealed. Um, yeah. And I think Jinx is a bad character, like a bad person. I mean, she's evil. Like she's. Chaotic evil, and I think Vi is chaotic neutral at best, right? Um, and I think, I think, like, is it theoretically possible? Yes, but it's like Microsoft resurrecting Starcraft Ghosts. It's like technically there's a chance. I just don't think the show's <laughs> at all interested in doing that. Like, I don't think. I think their dynamic will be frenemies at best. Right. And what's, I don't know, what's crazy to me is I think it was maybe salvageable up until she launches the rocket at the council in Piltover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think Vi just, especially, especially her connection to Caitlyn, like Caitlyn's mom is in that room mm-hmm. and ugh, Jinx yeah. making a direct <laughs> attack on that unprovoked effectively against innocent unarmed people. I don't know. Vi is not exactly lawful good, but I'm not sure she looks at that and goes, yeah, we can get through that. Right. I I, I don't think... Okay. So that that, that assumes Vi knows and understands all those assumptions. Like, there's a lot of assumptions that need to pay off. Like, does Jinx know that the council is in session at the moment? I mean, you could symbolically destroy the quarters and yes, uh, she could have gotten lucky with her shot. Like she could have just been firing at the city. She's literally never test fired this weapon because how could you? True, Uh, true, true, true. So it's just there's a couple of assumptions that need to pay off for uh, V to know that Jinx just maybe killed her, her lover's mother, you know, and a bunch of other people. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, what if the council's in there for the 10 minutes they're in there for the whole week? Right. And Jinx just luckily on the dot nails it. 
Like if she'd shot at the beginning of the dinner scene, she would have been too early. <laughs> and if she'd waited 10 minutes, she would have been too late. <laughs> right. Like, hey, there's this giant, good point. fantastic blood moon. We could all be having dinner on our plat- uh, like our patios and watching. Like this, this is surely a rare event, guys. Uh, do, we, do we really need to be in session at the moment? Like, won't this wait till the morning? It's kind of late. Yeah. So, okay, I like that. I hadn't considered that. What if she's just launching it at the council chambers just for the symbolism? She doesn't expect anyone to be there because they're not there all day right. and all night. It's weird. It's Maybe it's weird that they're there. Mm-hmm. But then again, we don't know the explosive radius of this massive bomb thing that she's launching. If this uh-huh. destroys eight city blocks, then whatever. Then at that point, innocent lives are going to be taken, right? Well, right, right, right. I, I, she definitely, I think, like, you can't shoot a rocket into a populated city and not expect innocent lives to die. You can't be like, I was doing it for the lols, it's a prank for her. But, you yeah. know. So no, it's it, definitely it, sending a message, but right. Yeah, blowing think, up an empty room is different from leveling eight city blocks. Right, well, I mean, yeah, we need to see the fallout. Uh, if she, like... There's no way she couldn't have fired. She could have fired it without knowing that someone would die, regardless of where you aim it. Like it's an empty room, but if debris fell and crushed someone, you know, people die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like yeah, she, there, there's she, definitely a non-zero reality that someone's yeah. getting hurt when she does that. Right. So I think v, Vi can definitely take issue with that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think so. But yeah, there's a lot of other assumptions to make. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, good stuff. I just think the fact that we can have conversations like this, like about the motivations of fictional characters, <laughs> it indicates that they're done pretty well. That you can actually you know, mm-hmm. extrapolate and ascribe some certain things based on what we've been given. So yeah, good show, good show. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I'm gonna download and replay LOL right now. Ah, <laughs> no, you're not. No, no, I'm not. No, but definitely I, not. I, I do think I'm living in the Matrix. Uh, yeah, I think I am living in the Matrix. Because you know how I've been like on my binge of nostalgic 2011 stuff? stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I decided I wanted to replay Fable. And I looked at Fable Anniversary, because that's the one that's on Steam. And I'm like, eh, 50 bucks, I don't know. I come home today from work, I get an email. Hey, uh, you want to you play hey, uh, Fable Anniversary? 75% off on Humble Bundle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh Two days ago, I started watching Red vs. Blue again, because I'm like, man, first 13 seasons are great. Let's watch Red vs. Blue. The old times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to... My brother and I hang out yesterday, like the next day. Uh, we're at his mate's place. We're building Warhammer. We're playing games. And uh, I'm talking to like the owner of the house, right? Like his mate, who's also there building with me. And he goes... Like, we're, we're talking about uh, football because he was watching NFL on his phone while building. So I watched a little bit of the Rams. Who were Rams playing? Shit. Uh, Rams. I don't I remember because it's, it's NFL. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, and we were talking about Warhammer and all this stuff. And he goes, oh, yeah, I just yesterday started watching Red versus Blue. And I'm like, really? Whoa! Me too. Like I'm, I think I'm in the Matrix, guys. I mean, that's the only logical explanation. No. Yeah. Yeah. Asked me. Yeah. It was the Cardinals they played, and they kicked their butts. The Cardinals, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was something else, but I don't remember what it is now. 
There was a third one, but I'm like, I'm gonna wake up and be pow- like devoured for energy. It, <sighs> I can see it happening. You're gonna be devoured for energy? What? Yeah, that's what the, the robots are doing in the Matrix. That oh oh Matrix reference, right? Right, I'm living in the Matrix. Yeah, because humans are incredibly efficient batteries. Correct. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, uh, Dreamhack last chance wrapped up. I saw. Yeah. Um, Maru taking a solid 4 0 over Cure. Yeah, a... certainly did. Taking a 3 1 over Dark, 3 1 over Time, and 4 0 over Cure is pretty good. Yeah. Nice yeah. run, Maru. Good for you. Maybe so it's I mean, time for him, him to win a global championship next month. Maybe. That would be, that would be sick. So he be. dropped three games in the entire thing. What were the qualifiers like? I assume he came through the Asian qualifiers. He went. He dropped one game in the group stages. Uh huh. And then one to dark and one to time. So that's three. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. Where did he qualify from? I mean, not the Asia qualifier. Is that what you're saying? Or- no, he must have. Yeah, he did. Okay, he dropped. One game there. Yeah. So four games, four maps the entire run. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not listen in to the Cure Maru games uh, because I was busy. I just didn't have time. Mm. Uh, but seeing that it's 4 0, I'm like, man, do I even want to watch that? It just sounds like a stomping. So I don't know if I want to even go back and watch these. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Just don't know if it's worth it. But yeah, also- last chance is interesting just because, mm-hmm. like, the people that have already qualified for Katowice don't necessarily have to really even try here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the cash prize is nice, but they're not doing it for points. No. no. So, like, the fact that Rogue got knocked out in the group stages and Clem got knocked out in the group stages and Cyril got knocked out in the group stages is kind of like. Mm-hmm. Did they really get beat? <laughs> like, I, yeah. I mean, I think we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That it's like, yeah. uh, they're really trying. Like, Rogue dropped yeah. out. But, like, does he really care? He's definitely going to Katowice. Yep. And if you, and the more games you play at last chance, like, the more, you know, the more potentially you'd have to show some builds if you're really trying to win. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you've got stuff you're hiding, just... You know, get knocked out early, save it for Katowice and mm-hmm. profit, right? Yeah. 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 Which is kind of a bummer. Like kind of extreme hack last chance. A little uh a little less interesting. It's a little superfluous. When that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh how much was the cash price? Ten grand for first place. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I mean, not life changing money for any of these people, I don't think, but I mean probably not. Maybe time. Times. I mean, what's he won this year? Be my question. Like, let's find out. Let's find out. Chinese player, time. By far the best Chinese player. Approximate winnings this year, four and a half. Oh, well, so I mean, doubled is, his winnings. No, that is his winnings because <laughs> it's January. Oh, um, crap. Right. Yeah. But two hundred thousand dollars total. 
it's you know it's not terrible like he's i don't know he's younger than i thought he was he's only 21 yeah he's been playing for what is that eight years already so since he was 13 yeah okay so he's basically the chinese clam and rainer before those guys came around yeah 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 the first the youngest Chinese player ever to get GM on, a, on the Korean server at 14. Oh, wow. Oof. I'm telling you, time is good. Yeah. I, you know, I never really had huge hopes for him because mm-hmm. I figured he was already like 26 or 27. But if he's only 21, yeah, he might have some strong runs in him. I do yeah. really like how he plays. Mm. Uh... I mean, he is one of the Terrans that has given players like Serral and Rainer fits in ZVTs consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might still be yet to peak, which would be interesting. Because uh, there was other Chinese players that I'm like stuck in my mind more. Like, and I'm like, I'm looking at the the EPT rankings for China's region, and like some of them aren't even on the list, right? Like I see Max said and Cyan, and Cyan being up there, I get. I see Jershi, but I literally don't see some of the other players I would have expected from China. Hmm. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, if he's, he can keep it up, maybe we'll see good things. Yeah. If he keeps getting better, which yeah. he's got time to do that. 21 is super young. Yeah. We will watch his career with great interest. With greater interest than I was previously. That's for sure. Get it time. Uh, let's not quote the prequels. Nah. I'm sorry. Prequel memes is, it shows up in my feed too often. I kind of hate those guys, but I got to admit, the quotes are catchy. It's true. It is. So let's see. Time to buff Zerg and Protoss because it's three Terrans in the semifinals. Mm. DRG yeah. gets knocked out by time. Cure takes down Solar. Maru easily three ones dark. Like, come on. Give us infested Terrans back, you cowards. <laughs> I'm sure the intern is working on it any minute now. The maybe they're training the Microsoft intern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. It, uh, I, I hate that. that that's Microsoft. Even... I just hate how under like we just don't know. We don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Could Microsoft decide decide to sink a ton of resources into StarCraft? Yeah. Mm. Could they like give us fewer resources? Absolutely. <laughs> Don't know. I don't know what they want. Oh, they're shutting down the NA server effective immediately. Like, Holy crap. Oh. That'd be amazing. We need to cut costs, guys. The intern is now also going to be interning at Heroes of the Storm. Like, he's sharing projects. <laughs> Gross. Uh, That's terrible. Yeah. Man, you know what 2022 is, don't you? Uh, We're now as far away from StarCraft 2's launch as StarCraft 2's launch was from Brood Wars launch. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Because I remember being like, when StarCraft 2? And it was years and years of waiting and years later. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it's been that long since StarCraft 2 came out. Getting old is dumb. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. We're old, yeah. We're old people. Um, so we got a little bit of time before Katavite comes out. Like they still don't have groups set for that because mm. there's I mean, there's super tournament. 
Oh, right. GSL Super Tournament. Nobody cares about Super Tournaments. Nobody cares about Super Tournaments? It's, I mean, the only, it's the only right. tournaments Protoss win. Everyone cares about <laughs> I know, but... <laughs> See, that's the problem. <laughs> is that even Protoss players are like, it doesn't count if all we win is Super Tournaments. <laughs> mm. I can't necessarily say I disagree with them either. Mm, yeah. Um... Interestingly enough, Rogue dropped out of this as well in the round of 16 to Bunny. I mean, 2-3. Like, he gave it a try. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Amani lost to Maru. No kidding. Uh, So, Dark and Soul are the only two Zergs left in it. Buff Zergs. They need it. Zergs ain't buff, guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You definitely haven't been winning, like, all of the tournaments at some point. On basically nope. the same patch. Definitely haven't been doing that. I will point you to the latest ESL Premier Tournament that just wrapped up. <laughs> How many Zergs were in the semifinals? Yeah. Hmm. But on the top 10 of... Actually, interestingly enough, the standings, when you go to the Katowice page, the stand, like total standings, the top three is Maru, Rogue, and Trap. So there's representation of all three at the top. Oh, it's perfectly balanced. Who's yeah. complaining about balance? Uh, actually, this isn't an, an interesting trend. There are no double races until you get to 15. So like one and hmm. two, are like and all the way down to 15 are not the same. Until yeah. You hit 15, 16, 17, which is Bunny Special Dream. I mean, there's only two Protoss in the top 10, which isn't great. Uh, Yeah, it's less good. And three in the top 15, which is also not great. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. We only need to focus on the top three. It's fine. <laughs> right, right. Look at Maru. Most points of anybody. Yeah. I mean, only slightly above Rogue. Sure. It's still. Yeah. It'd be cool if Maru won Katowice. It would. I would support it. Do you remember his signature series when he was like, I can't leave uh, StarCraft until I've won a BlizzCon? It's like going to the bathroom without wiping. <laughs> Oh, Maru. <laughs> like, it's just something that, you know, every programmer has to do if you want to be the best. So I'm worried that if he does win a Katowice, he's just out. Like, he's like, yeah, I've conquered it. Like, mm. It's like, I accomplished everything I intended to accomplish. Yeah. I'm Bonjour <laughs> in here, and that's what matters. <laughs> Man, if he really said BlizzCon, though, that's sad. Like, because, <laughs> well, boy, I mean, is that a dead thing? Right, but that was, like, his... Signature series was like six years ago. <laughs> right, right, right. Back so at the time, when... nobody was like, boy, within the next few years here, BlizzCon's going to be dead. Right, exactly. Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> Boo. No, I'm sad. Yeah. Ooh, maybe Microsoft can bring it back to BlizzCon. Maybe. Maybe they will. That's, man. It's impossible to read. Ooh, maybe, maybe we'll get StarCraft skins. In like Halo and Halo skins in StarCraft. <laughs> They'll go full cash cow and just be like, look, we've got an entire library of games here that we can now pull skins from. Do you want your Gears of War themed Terrans? <laughs> like <laughs> Scorpion so, skins for siege tanks. <laughs> that would be great. Come on. That would be Solicron's great. Solicron's on board with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's so much potential. There is so much potential. Nothing could happen. And there's also so much potential. Yeah. Yeah. Everything and nothing. Yeah. At the same time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> something I want to talk about. Yeah. Which is, you, I know you are a big Italy fan. Like, you just love Italy. I'm sure, I mean, it's I'm sure my that you've favorite watch- country, yeah. Yeah, you've been watching their senatorial discussions recently, I'm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard, of, like I put a link in to, uh, I think it was other video games earlier today. Okay. Other video games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you read that Kotaku article by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw the headline and I figured that was probably enough. Yeah, so... Um, Italian lawmakers gathered for a discussion about data transparency. Uh, and as one of them was being introduced, uh, I guess he shared his screen or someone shared their screen instead of their webcam. And it was Final Fantasy VII porn. <laughs> <laughs> someone had 3D rendered Tifa doing the nasty with, I think, Cloud. I don't know. All the images I can find are blurred weirdly. Like, I can't find a, an actual source here. Um, what? Yeah, and they've edited out of the official VOD of the, the, the proceedings because I did scrub through that entire three-hour video looking for it. But um, <laughs> And I honestly can't find clips online, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, Very rare Final Fantasy VII porn. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking for the porn. I'm looking for the... For the the proceedings, mm, the, like the what event. happened, what happened immediately after it was played on, uh, on their TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so niche, too. Is the thing. It's not like you know, step sibling stuff or like. I don't know, MILF stuff, right? It's Final Fantasy VII <laughs> stuff. Like, come on. Yeah. That's hilarious. They specifically went out and looked for Tifa Lockhart. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I do love that uh, uh, person whose name I'm not even going to attempt. Si- like, reading from the Kotaku article, this person sighs loudly and works with her assistant to try and kill the shared feed which ends up taking forever. Somehow it takes even longer to kill the audio. <laughs> so <laughs> appa- apparently it played on stream for about 30 seconds and you could still hear the, the audio afterwards. <laughs> I mean, that's right out of a sitcom. Like that's an episode of the office right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, probably time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wrap it All up. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour with Somicron. You can support us directly at patreon.com slash Somicron. Watch us live at twitch.tv slash Somicron. Watch us on YouTube and support us through purchasing merch at falconpaladin.store. So we'll be here next week, same time. Again, you can find the podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify. And until next time, I was always thanks for hanging out with us and take care of yourself. Bye. Goodbye.